is up everybody welcome back episode seven we had a little hiatus there was no, nothing we going tell on the truth the uh the air condition kicked off and it was about 98 degrees in here last week and uh we really could not get through the show <laughs> yeah it was tough it was that the worst day for the ac to kick off it was like i think it was 86 in here it was 86 degrees in this room and it just didn't work out. No, no, it was awful. We we put together an episode, and when I went to edit, it was just tough. I was like, this isn't worth putting out. And there was really nothing going on in MMA. We were switching up uh, release days. Mm-hmm. We are now recording on Sunday nights to make things a lot easier for our listeners and for, I guess, for Tommy. Yes, it's you know, a hundred times easier. It's much easier for Tommy. He doesn't have to work on Sunday, so he has plenty of time to get here. And... Honestly, the events take place on Saturday. There's no reason why we wait until Wednesday. It just made no sense. We were, you know, we weren't really good with that. So we had to switch it up. Nevertheless, we're here. And um, we're happy gonna... Mother's Day uh, out there or when you're listening. Belated Mother's Day. Yeah, we're, it is Mother's Day as of this recording. So we're going to do a little quick rundown of, of a few things that went over, went down over the weekend. Michael Venom Page KO'd. That guy, I don't know if you see the you seen the highlight. Yeah, uh, broken nose stoppage, rough. I, bro, that shit was gross. Did you you seen it right? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's Michael Venom Page. He doesn't do it for me anymore. Um, I was kind of a supporter of Michael Michael Venom Page, but um, I think it is like apparent he really is the can crusher that everybody says that he is. He called out Lima. So he's going to get the shit beat out of him again, probably. And then yeah. that'll be it for Michael Benham Page. <clears throat> um, more with the Bellator card that, that went down. Rumble. You see Rumble? Yeah, I mean, look, it's awesome. You know, it's great to see Rumble back. I mean, he looked pretty good after being away for uh, for a couple of years. And, and like you had alluded to pre-show, uh, Rumble was in a little bit of trouble. I, I think that's just kind of... Rumble got dropped, and then he almost got choked out, kind of, and then... Almost finished with strikes on the ground, but when he finally did gather gather himself and landed the big the big right hand, it was it. That was yeah. It. I, I just think it was it was mostly ring rust. Uh, you know, nothing against Augusto, but a guy like that, Rumble would have been able to knock out early. Um, but what is up with Yoel Romero? Like, what the hell's he, going on? They just pulled him out. What was it? He failed the physical. Failed his physical. <laughs> I mean, he's like 50. Something tells me that was paid off. I mean, why? Because What that, is it with you and all these, like, paid off? How How is everything paid off? Know, what? Bro, because that fight is what everybody was talking about for the final, right? Yoel Romero and... Oh, so now I, I get what you're saying. So you think that... They didn't want that to be the matchup in the first round, so they're setting up something different. But They'll probably set something up down the line. Watch, because I guarantee you they think that Rumble's going to win that belt. Well, Rumble's got to fight Nemkov now, right? Who is the... Isn't he the, the champ? I think so. Yeah. Right? So he is the champ, and I don't think he's going to win. I think Rumble's... 
he almost got stopped by this guy. I know, you know, he got caught. He was real disappointed in himself after the fight, but. I mean, look, man, you know, for a guy who took his time off and was like a super duper heavyweight uh, when he was just bodybuilding to come back and how the fuck did get he through make, the adversity he that he got through 170 how the fuck did he ever make 170 i, I you know i i don't know um i really don't know <laughs> you like we're looking at rumble he was like a big 205 and then we're getting on to the diaz bros the the um that's the guys that he would have been fighting at 170 you know <laughs> in our weekly nate nick diaz news we got Nick Diaz finally came out and said that he wouldn't fight Kamzat, which I was right about. He you shouldn't are. fight Kamzat because Kamzat hasn't done anything to earn it. Um, and Nate pulled out. Nate pulled out of a fight finally, ladies and gentlemen. It took, what is it, 20-something UFC fights, and Nate finally pulled out of a fight. But did he really pull out? No. I don't know. No, I mean, he didn't we, pull out. We they called this. We did call it, but he's they rescheduled the fight for the following card one month later. But so what's... Why? I think they said a minor injury. Minor injury. Minor injury, right? Your contract dispute. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I think that I think there has to be something wrong. What what the contract dispute? I think it's signed already. They're they're agreed on the money. Yeah. One week for an injury. Well, it's not one week, it's one month. So they're moving it back to the following pay per view. Okay. Not so they're not going to the next event. You said next event, so I'm like, yeah, but you okay, should so you should week. know you should know better that Nate Diaz isn't going to fight on a fight night. But what is interesting, maybe the the next event will have better co mains and there's more money in it. In that, we'll see. I, I don't know. I I don't think so. I think that Nate's just got something wrong with him and he's not pulling out, but he's just moving things back. But moving on. I know that you you got um maybe something to say about this. Um I have an opinion on it as well. They finally finally got an interview with Gordon Ryan talking mm-hmm. about whether he'd or when he would or whether he ever would transition to MMA. Um what are your thoughts? I'm sure you read the article or watched the interview. Well, yeah, I mean moving to Puerto Rico, I mean who's he really training with out there other than John Donaher for his jiu-jitsu? I mean, yeah, Donaher was great in the cage too. Um, but I think with jujitsu, he can make more money. Um, you know, Gary Tonin enjoys fighting in one championship, right? Like he, MMA was kind of his thing. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast like seven years ago, uh, talking about it, but I'm not going to name names. I, I am friendly with people who train in New York, and they said he's doesn't like to get punched in the face. Yeah. And why would he want to go? Tr- he's Look, he doesn't strike me as a type. He's making a lot of money. He talks about it all. It's all, pretty much all he talks about is how much money he makes. Why would he go risk his health and his brain? He's yep. too smart for that. He is a smart guy, you know, um, and he's really good. He's only 25. He has a chance to be the best ever at what he's doing now. So why, you know, why change your goals? I understand where he's coming from with that. Um, In the community, he will be looked at as, you know, I wouldn't say the jujitsu community, but the MMA community will, will kind of frown upon that. Yeah, I I think so too. I mean, 
you, you look at everybody who follows him, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. If he doesn't fight at least once, they're going to shit on him. Now, if he fights and he loses, I mean, it could go either way. I mean, right? if he fights once, he's not going to fight some crazy name. It's going to be... It's going to be someone in one FC. He already said that he's not going to fight in the yeah. UFC. He's not going to fight. You know, he's definitely going to be fighting over in one. Because um, I don't think it, he wants that really to be his career. Well, that's what he was saying. He said, "If I'm going to do it, I'm going to be all in on it because that's how I am." So when you hear him say that, it's pretty much me. The way I take it is that he's just not doing it. Yeah. That's it. Anyway, so I guess we we're both in agreement on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it would be cool. No it would be cool. He should. Like, it there's be, no reason why he should. Yeah, it um, would be cool, but there's no reason exactly. Yeah, there's no reason why he should. If he's making that money, make your money. He's able to live in Puerto Rico, like him and John Donaher are living like kings. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and they just have people coming out to Puerto Rico to train and live there a couple weeks at and a then time. He does and it's a great tournaments, or he'll do seminars. Like it's all big money, man. I mean, he told. His Instagram followers that he made a million dollars last month. So a million a month. You got to be doing well. <laughs> if he's making a million a month, I don't know how much that's coming from, from grappling. But he's definitely got some things going on. Um, well, if you want to think about it, it all technically comes from grappling. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've been bouncing all around. You know, we went into the Bellator. We did the Diaz brothers with a sloppy... Sloppy transition into the Diaz brothers, mm-hmm. and then um, even sloppier transition into the Gordon Ryan bullshit. But I think I smoothed it out with the admission of the slop, mm-hmm. and we bring it into the Canelo Alvarez and go from jiu-jitsu to boxing, from MMA, Bellator, and yeah, we're going to go back to MMA. Um, but yeah, dude, you watched the fight this weekend? Uh, highlights. Um, and it went exactly... <laughs> I, ha- I, actually, I actually put... A hundred bucks on Canelo decision plus one fifty. I thought I actually saw that as the source. <laughs> my boy Kyle's bet of the week, and I jumped all over it. I actually told Joe, my boy Joey D, to take it too. I don't know if he actually took it, but um, yeah, I lost a hundred bucks on Canelo <laughs> winning. I thought he was going to win. I just thought he was going to uh, Billy Joe would be able to go the distance because he's never. I don't think he's been stopped. But <sighs> Canelo hits different. Yeah, uh, he hits, Canelo. He hits very different. Canelo wins the WBO super middleweight title because um, Billy Joe failed to make it off the stool in the eighth. And wonder if he broke his orbital bone. Well, it's funny. Billy Joe Saunders was talking a lot of shit about some guy that didn't finish the fight because he broke his orbital bone. He's like, you got to go out. You got to have him carry you out in a stretcher. And he was talking. This was recent. And then that's what happens when you talk shit. And then you got to go out there and. You get a broken orbital bone, and then you want to talk. You know, now you got to fucking eat your words a little bit. But but who's next for Alvarez? Seriously, like I don't know. I mean, the only thing <laughs> I could think of is if he moves up again. But even then, who? I'm not really. I'm you not. You know the funny thing? I don't think Floyd wants sauce from him again. No, he got a very no, very young Alvarez. Bro. First of all, we'll get to Floyd later. Yeah, but he got a very he he got him. We will get to Floyd later, but right now, bro, Canelo is the best. He's fifty six one and one, and his only loss is to Floyd, yeah. and his tie is to Triple G. So, I mean, he's fought everybody. I'm not going to name the names because if you could think of a guy, Canelo fought him. He's, yeah, he's, he's cleared out 
almost, well, I don't even know how many divisions, but I looked at his Wikipedia and it was stacked, you know. He's the clear there, cut. There must be something to that horse meat. He's yeah. I don't know. The the one blemish that you could say is that there is a a positive test on his on his record, right? He did fail. Yeah. So that sucks. But I mean, but you know what? Since then, he's been knocking people out, and he fought three times in a year. Yeah, with with the know, whole COVID and, and he's thing happening. Everything. So either they found a different way to hide it, or or he's good to go, and he never lost anything. I think he learned a little bit from the Floyd thing, and I think that the money he made in the Floyd thing was life-changing to the point where now every fight that he fights in is big, 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 big money, and he's just able to pay for different training, and, and he is now the master. He doesn't get hit. Dude, it's it's like I'm watching him, and I'm watching his defense, and Canelo's the man, you know? It's funny. He looks like you. But he's Mexican. Yeah, that's the funny so thing. So it's like my nephew's. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sturge from Chop Sports, and I want to talk to you about a new hobby of mine, and that's real estate. Ever since we brought on our resident realtor here at Chop Sports, that's all I can think about. So we got another one. You know who's really good at this stuff? Jay Devlin of CRG Homes. Jay is out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and business is booming. Whether you're looking to relocate, buy, rent, or literally purchase property and watch your stacks get higher, Jay is the guy to do this for you. He's already in the process of helping me out right now on a possible summer home. Call Jay right now, 843-315-5913, and have yourself a chat and learn about all the perks and tell them Chop Sports sent you. So enough about the boxing, because there obviously was a, a UFC event that took place this weekend, even even though... The sugar Show. Sugar Show. By the way, no comment on my shirt, Tommy? Uh, dude, it's great. It's the, great, uh, right? The undefeated it only cost it, it only cost me forty dollars, and I had to wait two weeks shipping. Thank you, uh, Sugar Show. Uh, <laughs> proud to make a donation. Maybe you could get, come on the podcast. But um, yeah, there was a UFC event that took place this weekend. It was Marina Rodriguez against Michelle Waterson. Ended up being the main event because a series of unfortunate events surrounding Diego Sanchez and his coach, which we're going to get to in a second. But first, we'll talk about. Rodriguez and and Waterson. Um, I know you didn't see the fight, Tommy, but I did. I like I only watched the main event and the co-main because the, the card didn't really interest me much as we were talking about earlier. But mm-hmm. Rodriguez put it on her, bro. You know, there's she set an incredible pace. I know what a karate hottie lose now four straight or three or four. Yeah, she uh, she has really great in her in her past few fights. I mean. She's one of these fights, like, she juggles so much. Yeah, I was going to say that. She's she's got got so much going going on with the kids and the marriage. You know what I mean? Like, her her husband's her manager, but it just, it's a lot. Yeah. And she's fighting the, you know, top opponents. She's in a, in a, in a point in her career where she can't really fight any, any no names because she's too much of a star. Yep. So she's found herself in, like, almost the Paige Van Zandt kind of um, realm where, She's the karate hottie, but it's only going to re- really take you so far. If you lose fights in the UFC, there's really no room for you on the roster. So it might be um, a bare. I wouldn't mind seeing her do bare knuckle. A bare knuckle. I was going to say bare knuckle. Um, Paige Van Zant, twelve gauge page against the karate hottie and She's Michelle Waterson. Uh, Rachel Ostovich, I think. I know. I heard something about that, which you know we'll stream that, but we won't. We're not paying for that. Um, Rod, um, as far as Marina Rodriguez though, she's a fucking beast, dude. 
She yeah. really, really, we were talking how the, the girls need some, some new life. There wasn't really anybody that we could think of. Well, this girl definitely made a statement. Um, she needs a top opponent. Rose is, is, is too much for her at this point, and Rose probably deserves a little bit of time. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Joanna. Joanna, she hasn't fought in a long time. Yeah. Uh, what was her last fight against? Was it against? Um, she won her last fight. Who was it against? Anyway, don't worry about that. I was just I was curious if it was the Wang Zhe Li or the Zhe Wei Li Zhang. Uh, well, see, here's the thing. So you're saying that Rose deserves some time off. I don't say that she deserves time no, I know off, what you mean. but usually but champions would, are going to fight every six months. Not would Wei Li risk the opportunity of getting a shot back at the belt to fight? There's no way that she's getting a, an immediate rematch. It's not like she went on a long run as a champion. And deserve, you know, she. Well, what did she wh- win? Two fights, three fights. What did she defend it once? I think she took the belt from Andrade and then beat Joanna and then and then lost to Rose. I don't think that she actually defended more than once, and no, she got she knocked did. out immediately. So it's not like she like it was like it a great was a fight. Head kick. All right, come on. What you 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 got to admit, man? When a when a fighter loses the belt like that, it is in convincingly head kick or not, you got to win a fight. At least one fight. Look, Robert Whitaker didn't get an immediate. No, who who gets an immediate title shot in those situations? She defended the belt. <sighs> anyway, so she doesn't deserve a fucking an immediate rematch or immediate title shot. So that's out of the question. Oh, Just you shut, give the shut shot that, to though. Shut that down. It doesn't even matter. We're we're not giving. I would give it to Marina Rodriguez over fucking Wang Zhe at this point because they. What about Joanna? I'm saying Joanna fights um, Rodriguez. Wang Zhe there's who I don't know. Is there's nobody fucking else in the division? Why is it the only three people that that could possibly fight? Nobody of relevance. Anyway, I don't actually give a fuck about. You brought it up. I, I did, but not to like fucking actually get into it. Crazy. I mean, my goodness, my goodness. All right, <laughs> at least we got that out of the way. Um, about the other bullshit going on with this card though, with Diego Sanchez and his coach Joshua Fabia. Tommy, you sent me this video, and I'm going to be honest. I was laying in bed with my girl, right? <laughs> and she's, you know, on TikTok or whatever the fuck it is that she's doing on her phone. Hi, Ash. Congrats on Ashley's graduation, by the way. Get that out into the airwaves. Ash graduated Temple. But anyway, I was sitting on the bed, and you sent me a video <laughs> on Facebook Messenger. And I'm at first, I'm like, you know, this is pretty normal. It's just Diego doing Diego yeah. things. He's stretching and yeah, he's doing you know, his, his yoga, upside down, praying, doing Un- some until weird shit. He looks like, Spider-Man. but then all of a sudden, I hear like, sla- it's like slap, <laughs> slap, right, slap, and, and Ashley looks over at me and she's like, "What the fuck are you watching? Is that por- are you watching porn?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not watching porn, right?" So then I made her watch it. I was like, "Look, this is what I'm watching." And she was like, stop, what are you doing? She was like, why are you showing me that? She thought it was some weird, weird, disturbing video. She was like, why is that on your phone? I was like, no, you don't understand. It's an MMA thing. Tommy sent it to me, and she was like, what? She just couldn't wrap her head around it. <laughs> well, there was nothing MMA about yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I tried to pass it off, and I was like, dude. Tommy, what? I text you the next day. I'm like, what the fuck did you send me, dude? <laughs> and then I go on Twitter and, and, and Instagram and everyone in MMA is talking about it. Bro, did you know that he actually posted the video? Now, I know everybody that's listening to this yeah, podcast. I'm sure he did. We don't have he's, to provide the context. Like, everybody everybody in the MMA fucking, world knows what video we're talking job. about. 
He's a nut job. He has been his entire career. Unbelievable. See what happens when he gets drunk. Who? Diego. I'm not here to talk shit about Diego. Diego is a nut job, right? But I, I respect Diego. He's been through wars. He even looked good against Mickey Gall. Whatever. You know, it's I don't want to kick a man when he's down. Diego's in a really shitty spot with this guy. But Joshua Fabia, I'll kick him. He's, he's weird. What That's a just fucking bro! Stupid. The video, yo, he's punching like a, a a swollen, like a blood's. I don't know. He was upside down. Diego's head was gonna explode because God knows how long he was upside down with his eyes closed, praying to Joshua, to, praying to his coach, getting kicked, head kicked, and and punched. You know, Conor McGregor. You see what Conor said, bro? What did Conor say? Conor saying, um. Grab this dude by the ears and headbutt him at the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Along with a bunch of other shit that Connor said. But Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, I don't get it, man. I don't get You got John Jones guys. even talking shit. You know when you got John Jones disappointed in you? Then you're really fucking I up. don't get how these guys seriously can t- <laughs> have the ability to take advantage of a fighter. Okay, so here's what you're going to do. You're going to hang upside down, right? And for a long time. And I'm going to have you cover your eyes, and I'm going to punch you in the head. I'm going to kick you in the head as you're just hanging there with your eyes closed, like my partner over here said, with the blood rushing to your head. I mean, if you guys are actually considering something like that, retire. Retire. Go get a fucking CAT scan. See if there's any lesions on your brain, because that makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think that, that's Diego's only option because he was cut from the UFC. They did pay him. Now, the UFC did right by him. They gave him full fighter win bonus, everything. Two hundred. They gave him $211,000 and cut him and said, Diego, you know, we, we got nothing but love for you, but you got this fucking lunatic <laughs> telling you what to do. You got to get rid of this guy. And I don't think that they would ever let Diego fight in the UFC again. No. Because there was something about the UFC wanted – Diego to sign a waiver because Diego was saying like talking about mental health long story short I'm going to give you a background because I know that you kind of know what's going on Tommy but I'll give you and the people a background so so Diego Sanchez was cut by the UFC he was supposed to fight Donald Cerrone this weekend yep Um, Diego Sanchez was cut by the UFC because during his pre-fight fighter meeting with Paul Felder um, who's the girl that's Married to or dating um, Megan o- Olivi, Megan Olivi, and John Anik. So it was Diego Sanchez's fighter meeting, and you know they they go through the the gauntlet basically, and they mm-hmm. just ask him questions: how was camp, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So as the fighter meeting's wrapping up, Joshua Fabio walks in, and he has somebody filming. So he or he was standing there the whole time, and he has somebody. He's having somebody filming, and he pretty much just hijacks the whole fucking interview, and he's personally attacking Felder. Felder was like, "Dude, who the fuck are you talking to?" It was. It got heated. Um, Megan Levy was even talking shit back to him, like, "Dude, this is so unprofessional. Are you kidding me?" And they were just. Ta- he was talking about unfair commentary in Diego's fights. Yeah, it was. It was really, dude, cringe. Yeah, it's toxic. It that's, was more that's cringe. A, that's a toxic than individual. anything that Triple C has ever done, and it was even more cringe than the Michael Chandler interview after the Dan Hooker fight. It was fucking bad, and. So the UFC cut Diego. Yeah. Right? But then Diego goes out on and saying that he's fearing for his life, that the, the UFC is going to kill him. It looks <laughs> like the UFC made the right decision. Yeah, exactly. Off, yeah, you're just making things a little bit 
you know, uh, harder on the next organization to fight you. Although I could guarantee bare knuckle fighting, bare knuckle would sign Diego in a fucking. Bellator would sign Diego in a fucking heartbeat. He's a name, especially bringing this controversy with him. Scott Coker loves controversy. But I mean, I guess it's a shame because it was probably going to be Diego's last fight in the UFC anyway. Yeah, absolutely. This would have been a loser leaves town match. I don't know. I think it was a both leave town match. <laughs> you know, like it was a both of you guys got to leave town match. Uh, Diego's been with the company for 16 years. Uh, Think about it. He's the last one out of that ultimate fighter. Yeah. He's, first he's, season. He's, he's that's still fighting. Forever. And well, he's not anymore. He was. <laughs> he's gone now. Dude, but it led to. You don't know if this is. This guy is probably fucking crazy enough that he'll get Diego to go to a PFL or a Bellator. Even if it's just like a one-off. I'm just saying by judging by the the interviews that I'm seeing with Diego, I I just find it hard to see one of these promoters or or I don't know, man. All his scans are good, but it's not about that. Like you're you're you can't scan for CTE, can you? No. Until um, you're dead. Like they can't fucking find it until you're dead. I, I right? don't know if it's CTE as much as Look, when we talked to Eddie Gordon, he said you have to have a couple screws loose to get into a cage and fight anyway. Yeah. Diego's probably running on a rusted screw that's half broken off and on its way to just completely break off. Um, He's been unhinged for a while. Everybody kind of just chalked it off as maybe he's just a weird dude. No, he's unhinged. You know, who knows the way he grew up? He's unhinged. Now he's just off the fucking hinge. (laughs) Yeah. But... That doesn't mean a promoter is not going to sign him, even if it's a one-off, just for the money that it's going to bring in. I don't know how much money Diego's going to bring in. Maybe maybe now because he's, this a, controversy? he's a lunatic, but I don't know, man. With this controversy I and this I, I just, idiot fucking trainer, I don't give a fuck about watching Diego fight anymore. I haven't. I mean, when Al, when Al Iaquinta knocked him out with one shot, kind of told me that, Diego was yeah, done. That was how many like years Matt ago. Brown knocked him out with that brutal elbow. Like yeah. he's been, he's taking some some. He's some taking, lumps. he's taking some shots. But yeah, so Diego had to step out because, well, he didn't step out. He got booted, and in comes Morono, and he takes a short notice fight against Cowboy, and he showed out. You and I were watching the uh, watching the fight in the other room. You were right. Anything that Cerrone did, any position that he got Morono in in standing, he did nothing with Stifled it. Stifled it's, immediately. It's like he couldn't do it. Um, he had a deep double leg shot that he like timed perfectly, and as soon as he got a leg, you know, it, it was just stuffed immediately. He was getting he he once at one point he had him, you know, he took his back standing, yeah. and it got completely wizard out. I don't even know how, but it took one split second, and he got reversed. Yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, look, and this is not take this is taking nothing away from Morono. Um, he fought a really good fight, but Cowboys and this is even going back to the Connor fight. Cowboy looks like he wants to be in there, and then the fight happens, and then it's like he's spacing. I mean, look, the guys fought a lot, dude. I just he, pulled he's up fought a lot. I just uh, pulled up his his um resume. I guess you could say I'm not going to even name wins and losses because it would be a disrespect to Cowboy at this point because. He's got some losses on his record, but when I name the fighters that Cowboy has fought in the UFC, dude, are you ready? Yeah. In order, Charles Oliveira, Nate Diaz, Jeremy Stevens, Melvin Gillard, 
Anthony Pettis, Rafael Dos Anjos, Benson Henderson, Edson Barbosa, Jim Miller, Eddie Alvarez, Matt Brown, Jorge Masvidal, Robbie Lawler, Darren Till, Yancey Medeiros, Leon Edwards, Mike Perry, Ally Quinta, Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje, Conor McGregor, and Nico Price. That's like pretty much almost every single guy except five or six either contended or held a belt. Yeah. There's like seven really close friends of his on there. Here's the thing that makes <laughs> you know, me like laugh. he's just—it's everybody. It's here's, everybody here's except the thing that Khabib. Makes me laugh though, out of all those names, everybody's saying, "Oh shit, I can't believe you fought him." Oh shit, I can't. Mike Perry somehow ends up on that fucking list. Mike Perry, and now Morono. What's Morono? And Morono knocked him out in the first. And I guess you could say Morono. He looks all right, but do you think he's going to do anything at 170? I don't know. I mean. I, how do you judge? Yeah, not because like you can't judge. Like his biggest win to date is against a, a pretty much a washed, washed cowboy. Up. We hate, I hate to say it, but we were talking like it's a loser leaves town or you know both leaves town. Yeah, match. And the thing is, this was at this was at welterweight, right? Yeah, cowboy's talking. He cowboy wants to make fifty five. He's yeah. too small for welterweight, but I don't see him as a welterweight. Yeah, I get it. He's like, you know, it's easier for me. Yeah, you don't have to cut weight. You're walking well, around. Well, he he said after this fight that he wanted to get back to 155. He's like, but I just don't know. You know, he don't want to go out like that. He was saying he doesn't want to go out like that. But I don't know if Dana's. I think Dana might have that talk. And it's like you you don't want to go out like that. But I don't want to see you go out. But there's no there's no guarantee that you're gonna win. You know, you're gonna go out there and fight a guy that's gonna trained to beat the shit out of you and put a name on his record like these young guys are doing it started with darren till look at the guys that built their name yeah by beating cowboy i don't i'd hate to see cowboy become that guy where he just here take my star take my star <laughs> here take my star you know, you know at 38 then, i mean how much does he really have you don't need anyway? to and let, let's think dude cowboy was fighting the who's who before he even came to the ufc he was he was fighting WEC. Yeah, he was fighting the best in the world in the WEC. He so. was making a shit ton of money when he came into the UFC with all his sponsors, which down the line ended up being UFC sponsors. You know, with Monster and Budweiser. It's like holy shit. You know what I mean? Like you look at him as he walks out there. He's one of the only fighters that you'll see with another emblem on his shorts other than Venom and UFC. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. You don't see any other guys with that. You do with Cowboy. Um, so even if he's done fighting, he still has the the uh, Cowboy Amateur League, you know, for guys that are amateurs. And he's got the ranch where it pretty much is a, a school. He, he's going to have a ton of things to do. Let's not, I'm not worried about what he's going to do post-fighting. Uh, I'm more saying, like, Cowboy, hang him up, bro. You got kids well, now. Well, yeah, go- hang him up. But most of these guys hang on because of the money factor. What The point that I'm alluding to is he'll have the money to not Yeah, do he's just a nut. Cowboy yeah. needs to fight. That's what he's like. He's I'm, an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of adrenaline junkies, Tommy's on his third NOS, ladies and gentlemen. It is, but I'm chill. Yeah, I know you're chill. Tommy's chill. Chill. Tommy's chill. But um, you know who's not chill? Floyd. Dude, did you no. see that? Did you see that? He's mad. This is gonna be a this is a fun way to wrap it up here. Somebody somebody took his hat. But what the fuck? Why does he look like Fifty Cent in like the at the end of Get Rich or Die Trying after he gets shot when he's got the fucked up beard and hair? What the hell happened to Floyd? Um, he's old, dude. He's an old guy now. He looks like his dad. 
Yeah, looking like Roger and, and <laughs> Floyd Senior combined. But he's gonna he's gonna fight Logan Paul, and they had this press conference, and then they had this whole bullshit setup. It was a setup because of obvious reasons. With Disney Jake Paul. Now Jake Paul goes on his Instagram live like a split second before that. He's like, "I'm about to steal Floyd Mayweather's hat," so he like set it up. You know, he's not even the one that's fighting Floyd. Yeah. So he's got to find a this way is, to get his this, name. In the no, it's not. Look, headlines. this is this is where you're wrong. It's 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 a it's a combination. It's not him that needs to find a way to get his name in the headlines. It's this. Did you know that there was a press conference between Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather that day? No, I actually thought it was the fight. <laughs> so, so my point being is, nobody knew that there was a press conference that day because nobody really cares too much about Logan Paul right now, no. or Floyd Mayweather for that matter. But you know who everyone cares or about? Floyd Mayweather fighting Logan Paul. Exactly, but you know who everyone cares about? Jake Paul right now. Uh huh. All right. So, you obviously Jake Paul didn't go and upstage the situation on his brother and, and like go. Get in the face of the guy, you know. Why was yeah. he even having a stare down for? It made no sense. There was there was fifty fucking cameras there and people there, and there was only one shitty video, right? <laughs> no one else got a fucking video of Floyd Mayweather chasing this guy down. Uh, Jake Paul got a tattoo, got your hat already, already. You know, so everything is lining up perfectly. And I'll tell you the real main reason why Floyd's a genius, and it's actually not Jake Paul. That's that's injecting himself into the situation more so it's floyd saying okay here's what we're going to do guys have you ever rooted for floyd mayweather in a boxing match yes against who connor yep all right so besides that have you ever rooted for floyd mayweather in a boxing match rooted no but enjoy like i wasn't a fan i was very indifferent with with pretty boy floyd especially but boy, oh, i hated is, him you, after what he did to Gotti. you understand that Floyd is one of the guys that a lot of people hate. Yes. That's the point that I'm trying yes. to make, right? All boxing fans, you're either all 100% in on Floyd and or you're 100% out on Floyd. There's really not much in between. It's like the Yankees. And like, it's like, the shitty part is like for the people that are 100% out on him, they don't they don't know about the shit that he does do. All right. Fuck Floyd. I'm 100% out on him too, but you know, I, I I understand what you're saying. I I am one of the people that do understand what he does do. I still don't like him, but he's smart go. because nobody cares about Floyd right now. And he injected Logan Paul. Or no, he injected Jake Paul into the situation. And now every MMA fan, every single boxing fan that hated Floyd, is now rooting for Floyd. Yep. You know, even though he's not fighting. He's not even fighting Jake. He's fighting Logan, but people still want to see Floyd. There's no way that that fight would be able to happen. Why? This one's Jake happening. Paul, yeah, I was about to say, because Jake Paul ain't making 155 fucking Yeah, pounds. but neither is Logan. Logan, it's here's the rule. You're going to laugh <laughs> at Logan, this. Logan can't weigh more than 185, right? He can't weigh um, more than 190, 190. And Floyd can't weigh less than 160. That's the rules. It's hilarious, but like a thirty pound difference. But you agree with me that it's a fix. Obviously, I know Tommy thinks everything is a fix. So a thirty pound di- with Floyd Mayweather, a thirty pound difference. We're not going to talk about the Floyd. I just want to talk about the the the, the drama. Right? Who cares about the actual fight because no, nobody that, actually cares I mean. about like, the fight. Dude, I'm agreeing with you that I think it's bullshit because there's no way Floyd would have agreed to a thirty pound difference in a fight. 
Not when he sucked Manny Pacquiao. He, you know, when he made Pacquiao fight him, he sucked well, him in. Alvarez, he sucked dude, he's him gonna in. make. He's gonna make in the millions. I don't know how many millions, but he's gonna make at least a million dollars to fight a YouTuber. Pretty fucking smart. You know, he's not gonna even if he loses, which he's not gonna even get hit. It's not gonna count anyway. Although it'll be terrible. You know, it'll be the worst thing ever. Yeah, uh, a uh, an exhibition where it's Floyd Mayweather style is not really. Uh, what I'm going for. Yeah. Well, that about wraps it up, right? For this week. We got next week. We're gonna we're gonna come back with because there's a huge event this week that we, we we're gonna hold off on talking about because it's still six days away from right now and a lot could happen from now till then. We so, had alluded to it uh not the past episode, the yeah. Episode before, several episodes before we've spoken about the Chandler Oliveira fight. So you guys have pretty much if you want to hear our, our thoughts on this fight, you could go back and listen to the, the previews. Yep, way back in the day, like two weeks ago. Yeah, all way back. But what is Burgos it? and Barbosa, Ferguson and Dariush. Burgos, that's Barbosa a big one. Ferguson Dariush is a huge, huge fight. And Barbosa, I know you were saying he like kind of lost his steam, but he de- he definitely just got re-upped with a nice contract. The UFC paid him nice, and we'll see if that factors in. Sometimes that weighs on fighters when they're at the end of the road with their contract, and they don't know they have a little uncertainty. So hopefully, Barbosa bounces back. It's a tough one, though. I think it's a camp switch. Um, you, you go from Henzo, Nicotone. Yeah. You know, to Florida, you know, it hasn't worked out for Barboza. It hasn't worked out for yeah. Marlon. And Tommy, I think that if they go back and listen to the Chandler Oliveira preview, they'll hear you talking about the exact same thing about yeah. Barbosa having a camp switch. But Burgos is a tough dude. Let's put it this way. You don't want to blink in that fight, but there is the possibility uh, it doesn't end in a knockout like a, like a boring decision. You got anything else for us? No, uh, hey, listen, uh, we appreciate everything. And, and guys, please check out uh, Pride Rules MMA on Monday nights, the original show that Chris and I were on. Um, and then Thursday nights, you have Sitting Ringside, of course, with the uh, the owner of Fightbook MMA, Mr. Roberto Villa. And, of course, our show is going to drop on Monday, so you get... Double the reverend for yeah, I'll uh, do the, for a free price. I'll do the rundown. I got on Sundays, we got the Chop Sports podcast, which is the flagship show of the network. Mondays, the Jimmy Palumbo show. And now the Chop Heads MMA podcast. So we're stealing a little bit of Jimmy's thunder, taking the Monday night um, Monday night rub off of Jimmy. And then Tuesdays, the Pretender to Contender with Joe Matteris. And also Squeaky Bum Podcast, which is a soccer English Premier League podcast. Um, it's actually a lot of fun. I listened to a couple of them. I don't know shit about soccer, but these guys are funny as hell. And I'm going to get on there one week and talk a lot of shit about how, you know, soccer's for only for European men and American women. But that's for another um, another podcast, and that's a whole other episode that we'll get into. What else is Thursday night is... I don't know. It used to be the chop heads. You had the, the Mets. Thing. Oh yeah, the Mets. On that that comes Wednesday. out on Thursdays. No, it comes out on Thursdays. So till Mets do us part, Tommy. Look at you picking me up, buddy. Till Mets do us part with my boy Matt Ibanez, Ibanez, Ibby, as we call him, and John Sapinaro. And I'm not sure if I'm missing anything. It's Chop Social, which is if anybody wants to get on the airwaves, you could hit up me or Dave and get on the Chop Social. Tommy, one day if you ever want to come by on a Friday and. 
talk some other sports, you're welcome to come by as well. Woohoo! But that's all we got. We're going to wrap it up. And here comes that Wu-Tang Bang Bang. My goodness. Edit that. We were still alive, by the way, when you said that. Why? I think it's, it's the first one? No. Can't cut it out. You can't, motherfucker. Not when the music is playing. <laughs> <laughs>